The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. And it's all leading up to a big hour um, edition, which will be a week from tonight. Actually, right after our radio show, so I will have to drop and run upstairs. But a lot of us were interviewed for this, including me, which is going to be fun. I don't know if they, you know, deleted me. But um, when I was at the at the to- at the um, Lummy water um, ceremony, they were there also. And Ray now told you know, and they wanted to speak to Casey and I. So, but Ray now's on there. Uh, Howard's on there. All of Toki's team to bring her home are on there. So, and then of course they have the other side too. But it's just there's just so much going on, and our Toki team has been together like every day, <laughs> you know. The uh, we're going live with this and talking, and the group is together. But today, they were one of our members was watching one of the segments, and she happened she for some reason her computer took a screenshot right, and it was of Toki in the water. And next to her is a spirit orca. And I'm not kidding you. It's the craziest picture ever. She put it, she she sent it to all of us. And she said, what do you see here? What do you see in this picture? And I'm like, um, ma, I think that's a spirit orca. And I think it's, you know, it could be, it could be a Hugo. It could be granny. It could be any of the, you know, residents that have passed on before her. But for us, it's it's just concrete evidence that they're with her, which we knew. I mean, we know this all along, but to see it is really something else. You know, Do that you have photo, photo? Is just, you know, it's Ma's and I just, I don't want to share it because I didn't get permission oh. from her to do so. But I said, you know, I said, see, you were meant to get that picture to show us, you know, because one of the reports that came out today that was actually from a Miami station really upset me personally and it upset all of us but um just because they 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 were interviewing a lot of the naysayers right and that's just not a good thing and you know I said that was meant for us to know that they're there and they're paving that path she's coming home and we know this you know but to see it was just oh my gosh we were all like oh oh my god it was just and you can feel it right you can just feel all of these, all of these ancestors and spirits surrounding her and lifting her up so she can come home, which we knew this all along. But I said, I wonder if Hugo's been there with her this whole time. I mean, he passed away, basically killed himself, you know, um, many years ago, but that was the only other orca she's been with since she was taken out of the sea. So I, I just feel like he's been there with her this whole time, you know, holding her up and telling her she can do it, you know, and all this stuff. But anyway, really close to my heart. So, um, yeah, so my heart, I said, I said before the show, I said, I feel like my heart is 
palpitating. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack, <laughs> you know, but um, such good news. And, and the coverage from King Five out of Seattle has just been phenomenal. And, and like I say, we've had it live on, on the Orca Network with us all watching and just really fun stuff. So she's coming home. She's coming home. So do they have a date yet or not yet? You know, it has to go through all the regulations, right? So they're yeah. already working with the permits. And I know Raynell had mentioned to us, you know, there are a couple of sites they're still looking at for the sea pen. So that has not been decided yet. Oh, so but there's still a little work to be done. There's still a little work to be done, but, you know, it can move fast. You know, once the approvals have gone through, it'll go fast because, you know, they have the funding, you know, Jim Ursay's funding, bankrolling the whole thing. Um, the Lummi Nation, of course, has a GoFundMe out there because they are paying for things as well, which what you see in the back of me here, we're making Toki shirts um, and selling them and all proceeds go to uh, the Toki GoFundMe fund. So where is that? Where's the that shirt? Too. Where do you get the shirts? Um, we're making them. So Casey bought, we have a t-shirt press. We have. Oh, you're actually press. making them. I thought we're there's a site you go them. to. Yes, and um, there's a few different designs, but like I said, all proceeds go towards Toki's. uh, Let me know. I'll contribute. I want one. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link for the Etsy store, but yeah, it's just been crazy because it was just put out Mm -hmm. there this weekend because we all approved the design and and they put it out on the Toki page. And for some reason, the settings on our Etsy site said they would be shipped in like one to three days. Well, we're making them as we get them, right? And so we have like a thousand orders or something. Are no, you kidding? 1, no, I'm kidding. But I am. But way oh. over a thousand dollars in orders. But so there's like 30 t-shirts that we have to make and get out by, I think it's Thursday. I mean, oh, it's chop, crazy. Chop. And they're, they're detailed. <laughs> I know, right? It's like I'll crazy. wait to order mine. <laughs> I'll wait to order mine then. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. But it'll get done and it's 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 so it's so it's such a good thing. And I know right now who is in charge of the sacredsea.org, the Toki, um, you know, she's the one bringing her back basically. And she she she's always texting Casey, updates? What how many do we have sold now? <laughs> you know, she's just a riot. So but anyway, yeah, so we are quite busy. I'm, I'm just a little bit um, crazy energy tonight, as I told you before, I know. <laughs> so I'm trying to calm down. So how are you? What's shaking with you? Um, let's see here. Well, I just posted a photo. Jerry was asking about photos for yours. And I said, yeah. I don't have uh, that you couldn't do it because you didn't have permission. Then I posted a photo and I accidentally glued it to a response that I had for him. But oh. something I've been working on that's just been fun. Although I did, I've been working like you too was just busy, busy. Yeah. Um, but in my spare free time when I have it over the last month or so, I've been working on my shaman shed. Mm-hmm. So this is the next evolution of the shaman shed. So um, so I posted a picture in the chat room because it's like loads of fun and yeah. I'm having a blast with it. So uh, it looks cute. that's what I've been working on when I'm not, yeah. when I'm not working, I'm working on that. So, uh, so that's been a lot of fun, but yeah, it's been busy. It's been wild and crazy and, uh, just, but good. It's good because then July, everything kind of slows down mm-hmm. and, um, Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm glad to have the work now and uh yeah because yeah. 
will be, it'll slow down a little bit in July. It's just not a lot of classes and things, I guess. So, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. And like I said, we've been online with our Toki Bunch every day, you know, and we even have a song, you know, the Brady Bunch. Well, we're the Toki Bunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. But, um, yeah, every day. And, you know, we're a bunch that, you know, they're all very spiritual people as well. And they understand all the things that we talk about on our show and that we understand, too. And we do meditations and prayers and stuff. And um, I know that sometimes I'll call them and say, okay, I'm really full of crazy energy. We, we got to take care of this, you know. And so we all do. You know, we get together and do the whole thing. Um, but, yeah, it's just been such a such an amazing thing to be a part of. Can I just say, and I'm so grateful to everyone and every for to finally get our girl home where she yeah. wants, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Nice. Cool I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So, anyway. But we'll be posting all the... I think you can go to King 5 and they actually have a category for Toki, you know? So, you can go to their website and it'll be all of the um, episodes that they've put through so far. And then, like I said, the big finale is going to be like an hour long, which will be super fun. And, of course, Raynell is so good at this and Howard's so good at this. And, you know, it's just it's just fantastic. So, anywho. So, who are nice. our guests tonight, Heidi? So, we have a, a Team Tuesday tonight, which, of course, uh, you know, we like to talk to other paranormal teams. Well, any team, I guess, if it was a cryptid team or whatever, we want to talk to them. So, um, but we we're going to mix it up a little bit tonight because uh, we're having a, a new paranormal team that they're relatively new in the field, and so it, I thought it'd be kind of a fun spin because usually we interview teams that have been around for a while, and so um, so we have the Afterlife Society with us tonight. So uh, we have Sean and Eva with us. Hello, ladies. Hello. So we're excited to have you guys on the show, and you've, uh, you're you also in the chat room, too. So if there's any questions for them, uh, please post your questions in the chat room, and they'll see that. Um, and uh, if you have any other questions, and if you're not in the chat room, you can certainly get to us through the Facebook page as well, and we can pass those questions along. But, uh, yeah, we're excited to have you guys on tonight. And um, I think I met you, what, how many months ago? Uh, it would have been January um, that Sean and I came and took your Paranormal 101. Okay, so five months ago. It's not very long. Nope. Awesome. And it's it's cool. What I thought was neat about this is um, within, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour, I think you had invited us on an investigation that you had, and we agreed and we were yeah, within, uh, you know, by the end of the evening, we're planning a road trip with you guys, which I thought was interesting because we we didn't know each other. Right. But it just felt like it was a good thing. So I I thought our energies clicked right away, which was cool. Yes, I, I thought that, too, when we um, when we were there with you and it was just a. Yeah, the, we were meant to be there to meet you guys, and it was a great adventure for us. We've learned a lot from you, and it's just it was a great time. Yeah, it was. We had a fun time, and that that location is is good anyway. But that was it was a fun class, and uh, but you now had 
let us know that you really had just started your paranormal group recently. Is that correct? That is correct. We actually just started it around the time that we took your Paranormal 101. Mm-hmm. So brand and we new. Now have, yes, brand new. And we now have um, 12 people in our group. Wow. Um, we have a couple of places lined up already that we've reached out um, and have been able to set up, um, including the Mount Theater, which we're excited to do in June. Mm-hmm. Great. So um, I have some, I have, well, probably a thousand questions for you guys. But uh, so you started in January and you have 12 people, you're lining up investigations. I want to know. How did you, what brought you to the point of wanting to start a paranormal group? So I will start. So this is Eva. And I um, actually started um, having paranormal activity and uh, lots of, lots of different types of encounters um, at a very young age. And it's something that you know, one of my first earliest memories was, um, you know, paranormal activity. And I, so I grew up, um, with this, uh, I guess you would say, um, I've always been sensitive. Um, and it was something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. And I've talked about it. Um, now that I've met enough people, um, who are also, you know, who have experienced the same things. Um, We've been wanting, we've been talking about it and we finally just, we're like, hey, let's do it. We're just, we're just going to jump in it. We're going to get all the equipment. And, and that's kind of where it started, just meeting other people like me, I guess. And you worked with, or you still work with the folks that you started, you guys started the team together, correct? Yes. So me and, um, Sean worked together um, and we, you know, I don't even know how it was brought up, but we started talking about, um, you know, when we worked together on campus before we started working remote, um, we had talked about it then. So it's been about two and a half, three years that we had talked about, you know, getting a group together. And um, so, yeah, so it's something we've been wanting to do for a while. Um, We just didn't know how to, you know, get started, but just kind of jumped right in and and here we are and now we we've already done a lot in the last five months um we've done a lot of investigations um and we have a lot lined up so it's been i'm glad that we finally just jumped in and did it because it's we love it awesome so now you i just want to let people know you're based out of rochester minnesota right correct okay Great. So this was something that was brewing for a while. It was all talk, no action. And now (laughs) you jumped in, right? Yes, exactly. Just got to do it. We're so happy we did. Good. So, and Steph, any questions you have too, just jump in because I've probably got a thousand. So, well, that's uh, good because, you know, there are some shows that I have them all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you have you said you have twelve people in your group right now. How are you all connected? So 
and I was actually just going to make a post, but on, so there's actually two Sean's. So Eva works with the guy, Sean, um, but we all work for the same facility. Right. And then um, it's just people that we've met through work, um, friends, coworkers that we've talked to and said, hey, we've kind of started this group. And, oh, I'd be really interested in that. Can we join in? And it's and then it's been word of mouth. Um, a friend asks a friend, and here we are with 12 people already and always looking for people that would like to come and join us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's nice to have a decent-sized group for a team because not everybody's going to be able to go to everything, right? You, you know, and and some people have... Uh, different skill sets that would be better used at some investigations versus others. So it's nice to have a mix of people. Yes, absolutely. And we have even broken down to where people who can help um, look for locations, do the research, review the evidence. Like if they can't go, at least they can still participate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. So Jerry has a question in the chat room. He said, what TV show or shows do you model yourselves after, if you do? I don't know that there's a TV show. We really liked um, Ghost Hunters just because they look for that disproving um, or debunking um, before anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know Heidi, that you, you and I have had the, we've had the conversation about how we do not like the Ghost Adventures so much because um, <laughs> not everything is haunted. Uh, not everything has a spiritual activity in it. <laughs> it's not that I don't like them. I just think they're very entertaining, and yeah. I don't know how much of it is real and is how much of it is factual. Right? Hollywood. Yeah, but they're very entertaining. But when it comes to investigating, I agree. I think it's hard to, you know, it's a lot of people. I think stuff too. You're kind of like. This where you the original ghost hunters right, right. the the taps group taps yeah. paranormal was a good model for yes. investigating because they didn't just jump into everything and say it's haunted they wanted to see what else could be going yep. on and that's yep. that's cool and that's how yeah because we always try to disprove everything as well right mm-hmm. even as squatchers we always try to figure out well what could this be you yeah. know yeah. what could mm-hmm. it be that's that's yeah. makes sense. That's obvious. That's, mm-hmm. you know, can be proven. And if it doesn't pass any of the questions, then okay, then that may be something. <laughs> right. Yep. We also, sorry, we also really like, like the kindred spirits with mm-hmm. Adam and Amy. Mm-hmm. I like the different styles. It's something that like I, we watch and we watch more for the type of investigation, what their different techniques are, what we've learned from you, what we've learned from those shows, you know, to kind of find our own way. Mm-hmm. One of the yeah. ones, and this is Eva again, sorry. Um, one of the ones that I um, have watched over the past year um, would be, it's Mindseed on YouTube. And that one, um, you know, it's just three three guys. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one, but um, it's, it's pretty neat. The stuff that they catch on, on video and some of them just use their phone and they're just walking around with their phone, but they have some, 
you know, good equipment and it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. So those are, that's one of my favorite ones. I'll have to check that out. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So Mike in the chat room is asking, how can you prove something you can't touch? Or how can you prove what it is not? I think he's looking for some clarification. So I can answer that. Um, you know, um, I wouldn't be a believer if I didn't see or experience some of the stuff that I've experienced. Um, growing up as a child, you know, as a child, it was stuff that, you know, scared me. It was stuff that I could see with my own eyes. I, you know, I, I would keep it in, keep it to myself. Now that, um, you know, I've gotten older, I would bring it up to people and, you know, tell them what I seen, tell them what I felt, tell them, you know, and people, I did, I have caught, um, some stuff on camera. Um, I have caught some stuff on audio and even for the people who don't believe in it, um, now that they see that I am just a, a real person, not on TV, um, and I've actually caught some of these things, it, it makes them believe as well. So it's stuff that I've seen, gone through, and also stuff that I have caught on camera and audio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then, Sean, you answered as well in the chat room. Do you want to say it out loud for the people that aren't in the chat room? Sure. I said, um, so we've each had um, some type of personal experience, but we try and look for like a practical or a rational explanation um, before jumping to any conclusions. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying uh, trying to read what Mike said. Um, Mike, that's a great point considering I'm a nurse. Uh <laughs> Mike says that the diagnosis by exclusion is what they some what call what um what they call some medical diseases that I cannot test for. Um, can you really explain everything? No, and you don't always chalk it up necessarily to a haunting, but it's just to an unknown. But that's part of the excitement of doing paranormal investigation is looking for those explanations into the unknown, the curiosity behind it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I think that's what gets a lot of people that we keep doing this, right? Is because we're curious and we keep looking for something else that helps prove what we're trying to find. You know, we're trying to find answers and we may never find pure answers but you know it's always it's exciting to to look or to seek or search or ask so do you find that your medical background helps you with this kind of thing or do you think it's not related i don't know that my medical background really helps me i think it's more of um me um, that wanting to help, that wanting to heal. And then the the curiosity side, like just like in the medical field where we look for answers, we look for reasons why we break it down. It's the same thing with any type of paranormal investigation. We, It's the research and the 
breaking everything down to look for that reason why. I think the healer side of me that wanting to help, that's the side of me that I go into with an investigation. It's not just to help those that are living, but those that have passed on, you know, what can I do to help them to be heard? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I, I mean, it, it seems like you use a lot of the same skill sets in your job that you would do it, that you'd also use in the paranormal field. Yep, that's, that is exactly right. Cool. So I'm curious of some of the other investigators that you have. You know, I've met a few of them, and it's kind of a cool mix. Tell me about some of the investigators that you have on the team. Like, what are their backgrounds or what are the, the skill sets that the, some of them bring to the team, that you, the reason you have them on the team? So um, this is Eva, and um, actually Sean and I, he Sean, I call them he Sean and she Sean. <laughs> so he Sean, <laughs> we work together. <laughs> we actually help people as well. So we work in IT and we um, fix, you know, computer and software issues for all um, uh, male employees. So doctors, nurses who call in and are having issues. So we are also on the helping side. So that that doesn't make sense. We, um, um, along with one of our other um, friends who has joined us as well. He is also on our IT team who helps people as well. But he he is the one, so one of the, so me and Sean are, um, well, actually Sean and Dave. So there's two of them that are more of the skeptical type. So they're the ones who want to try to debunk and and try to, you know, figure out a different solution as to why things happen. Um, so there's a lot of different types of um, personalities, a lot of different types of people that we have that joined us that we can all kind of work together and collaborate, I guess. Yeah. And we have two other nurses that are on our team and then one that works with, um, I guess you could say it's the Mayo Concierge Service that she does patient relations with patients from all over the world. So, again, that drive to help people. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and every team needs to have a skeptic. Can I just say if you have more than one, it's even better. But mm-hmm. you have to, right? So... That's cool. It keeps you in check. It really. does. It, it keeps does. you from sliding into that everything's paranormal. Absolutely. You know, realm. Yeah. And, well, and here's and here's the other thing for us. I don't know if you guys have abilities or not, but for those of us who do who do sense things, see things, feel things, you know, we're out there to get evidence, right? So it's good to have a skeptic on the team to pull you back, you know? Definitely. Yeah, it's I mean it is good to have a skeptic, but also it's fun when something happens that a skeptic cannot explain. Oh, They're yes. trying so hard oh, yes. to figure out what it is because mm-hmm. what they're what they're experiencing doesn't fit into any category. So it that's pretty fun. Oh, it's really too. fun to see their excitement. Right? When yeah. you see that. Or confusion yes. or yes. fear. Well, what <laughs> whatever yes. whatever's happening. 
Yes. But it's like you just go, see, see, yeah, this, see. there's some stuff. We're not lying. There's stuff. It's really there. <laughs> Ex- explain that one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, awesome. Full of beans. Um, Sean is listening. He he has no voice right now, so he's listening, and he's comes up here to point at himself, and he's laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is he a well, it's too bad he doesn't have a voice. Yeah. But <laughs> we're, we'll say hi to him. Hi, Sean. Yeah. Good to good yeah. to have you in spirit with us. So, uh, energy wise, well, okay. So let's yeah. do our break stuff, and yeah. then we'll come back and because I've got more questions. Yeah. Wow. First 30 minutes really blew. So stay with us, everyone. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth, 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Are you haunted by shadow people in the middle of the night? Do you secretly love all things creepy and spooky, enjoying ghost stories and horror fiction from the best storytellers? Do you have a true ghost experience you want to share, but no one will believe you? If yes, listen to the professionals on What Are You Afraid of? Horror Paranormal Show, Friday nights at 9 p.m. on Para-X Radio and at www.whatareyouafraidofpodcast.com. What are you afraid of on Para-X? Our creepy and demented hosts are on call to provide you with all your spooky needs with true ghost stories, interviews, indie music, and new horror fiction. We are ready to scare you. Para X. Are you looking for a supernatural radio show that is informative and fun? A show with topics such as ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic energy, spirits, cryptids, and more, hosted by paranormal investigators with years of investigations under their belts? Then look no further than the calling 2.0, powered by the Sim Crew. Hosted by paranormal investigator Jerry and psychic medium Valentina, along with others. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on the Para-X Radio Network. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network, and we have the Afterlife Society with us, Sean and Eva, and we've been chatting about their brand new group that just started this year, even though they've been talking about it for a while. Uh, They finally jumped in, took the plunge, and they're investigating. So thanks for joining us, ladies, and I'd love to hear about any locations, if you can talk about any locations, if there's something that you've already done so far that you're uh, pretty excited about or had some maybe some some cool things happen, anything you want to talk about in regards to some of your investigations you've already done? Um, so we did, let's see, well, we did a private residence where we had 
um, a lot of activity with the REM pod um, and a flashlight. We had set up in the basement um, a REM pod and a flashlight and a video camera, and we were actually up on the second floor of the house, and nobody was down there. And we didn't think we had gotten everything, anything down there until we started reviewing evidence. And lo and behold, there was all kinds of activity down in the basement. And then we had um, used a spirit box and talked to a gentleman named Mitch and um, got a good laugh with him. He was quite the character and liked to joke around, um, laughed at Sean a lot. We did a another private residence um, where we had a couple of different spirits. One of them was the grandmother who was there to kind of protect the children um, in the home because of another spirit that was there um, that we had talked to and found that it was the homeowner's late husband. Um, and he was just very concerned for her and her mental health and had ended up staying um, just to say, to try to find help for her. And so when I started talking to her and then um, Sean, Eva and I went out there and they talked to her and she finally did start getting some help and um, we had offered to come back out. So we're trying to set up a time to come back out. Um, when we did the Suites Hotel, Heidi, um, later on listening, we got some EVPs when you were actually with us and talking um, that we picked up on um, on recording later on. So that was really fun to listen to. And they were cool. kind of poking at you about when you told them to turn the flashlight back off, you asked them if they could and maybe oh. the, the response. <laughs> So they're kind nice. of being a little playful, but we've we've had a lot of really good experiences. Cool. Good. So that sounds, I mean, it sounds like so far so good with the investigations, a nice way to get introduced into investigating. Mm-hmm. So it and looks like Mike, I'm sorry, go yeah. ahead, Heidi. Yeah, I was going to read Mike's, uh, his question for you so that our listeners can hear it as well. Uh, he asked, do you have a safe word? When do you decide an investigation is just too freaky and it's time to leave? So we haven't found one that's too freaky as of yet, although we are going to Villisca in the fall. And... Um, but usually it's if one of us, we've decided that if like one of us starts to feel sick, they just need to say, and we're leaving We're we're everybody's going out at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If there's something just feels off. Um, and like, no, we actually are in the process of getting all of that to post it on our Facebook page, which is the after slave society on okay. Facebook. So Mike was asking in the chat room if you have if you post any of your audio anywhere and you're saying you will uh, on your Facebook page as soon as you get things uh, tied up there. Correct. Yeah, I'll, I'll put your YouTube channel. I'm going to post your Facebook page here in the chat room. Uh, whoops. If I can figure it out here, hang on. Um, <laughs> I know, right? So. You can do it. Um, 
Okay. So what has been your favorite investigation so far of the ones that you have done? I feel like the last one that we went to, we had a lot of activity, um, a lot through the spirit box, a lot through the REM pod. Um, so, and it was a lot of clear words that you can hear. It was just, I feel like it was the most active. And this was just recently, I would say about a month ago. So we've done three residents now. And the last one that we just went to was, was pretty active. Um, it was a very old house. Um, I think it was 18, was it? You know, early turn, of the, turn of the century, 1900. Yeah, very, very old house. And they were experiencing a lot, of, a lot of activity, and we caught a lot of stuff on audio and video. So I feel like that was one of our, one of my favorite ones. Yep, I would say that was one of my favorites. And one of the homeowners actually um, became very interested in joining us in doing some investigations with us. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, that's, that's interesting. You know, we've had that actually happen as well because they get excited, right? They see what you're doing and, Oh, this is really cool. And maybe we should do this too. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but you guys already have 12 people on your team. Is that okay? My next question is, is, isn't that a hard hard to wrangle. I mean, Sim at one time had about 10 people and I thought we were, it was hard to wrangle. <laughs> Can I just say? Hard to wrangle. Because there's so, so many um, of you. I do, I think like what Heidi said earlier, I do like that, um, you know, there are certain things that I don't feel comfortable going to and there are certain things that other people don't feel comfortable going to. So I do like that we have the big group that we can like kind of pick and choose who goes where and, and who wants to go on this tour and who wants to go on this investigation. But mainly the residential areas is just the three of us. Um, It's Sean, Sean and I, and um, we, for those, we do want to kind of keep a small team, obviously, because we don't want cross contamination and all that other stuff. So, um, I think it's more of the bigger investigations that we have that we like to invite a few more people or invite one group and then the next time invite a different group. So it it works out somehow. It always, like, falls into place for us. Well, mm-hmm. we have people that, you know, they have outside lives and plans. So it's we send out a mass email to everybody saying, okay, like, um, for, like, when we do the Mound Theater in June now, we sent out an email, and we had some people that have, like, graduations and stuff coming, and other people that were able to join in um, so that we were able to say, okay, this is, we need eight people. Who do we got? And um, people stepped up to volunteer and say, hey, I'll go on this one. Hey, I can't go on this one. So it's really nice to be able to alternate that, and people can still have, like, their own personal lives and not always feel obligated to come and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you start investigating, especially on a regular basis, and you're using equipment that takes a lot of review time, it really does help to have people to trade off with so that you're not consumed outside of your job with evidence review and going on investigations because it really does take a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Out, you know, with setting it up, 
doing the investigation, evidence review, any kind of follow-up. I mean, it's a lot of time that's spent. And if you're doing a couple of investigations a month, I mean, you'll burn your team out pretty quick if you only have a few people. Yeah, exactly. When we started, it was just Sean and Eva and I doing the reviewing. And now we've had volunteers that have said, hey, I'll help review. I'll help, you know, even just to do the research on places or to find places. You know, Sean was doing a lot of that himself and we were trying to help him out. But, you know, having the big team like this where everybody can kind of mix and match and take a part in it is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm curious if you guys have any, you know, some teams like to gravitate towards certain equipment, you know, that they there's their go-tos. Do you have anything like that with your group? I can say that I love the spirit box. Like that is my go-to. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. I just I feel like I I catch a lot on the spirit box. Um, and we use the EMF a lot and a flashlight. I've started pat- making sure that we have a flashlight with so that we can set it up for you know possible um, interactions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the spirit box also and the REM pod I really like using. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is there anything that you have on your, your wish list for a piece of equipment? What is that one that we talked about? It, there's one, I think, I think it's called a translator. Mm-hmm. And it just, the words just pop up on the screen. Oh, obvious. Yeah. Yes. We're looking for one of those, but they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty expensive. Yeah, the Avalis, the old ones, they don't make them anymore, and so you, they are expensive. And then the new ones are even more expensive. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and they're not. I don't think they're called Avalis anymore because that was a brand. Yeah, I know they were. Yeah, I was trying to remember what they're called. I don't remember what they're called now. They did change that, but. Mm-hmm. And I think getting like a thermal imaging camera, one of our um, one of our team members has one that plugs into his phone, but I like my phone battery too much to drain it. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I would like to get a separate um, a separate Im- um, therm- thermal imaging camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. A, de- yeah. a decent one is expensive. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, which is why I don't have one as well. No, no. yeah, I when you know, and I think they're more they're more work than they're worth. To be honest, we used to have one on our team, and I was like, really? Oh no, I don't, I don't want to use that. <laughs> so I think they're they're helpful for debunking, perhaps. Yeah, I think they're nice for that. Um, yeah, we when I we I've worked with people who have had them, and typically we use them for that first. And, um, but we've used them for, um, when people, like when Tim was attacked and we could prove with the thermal imaging camera, how much lower his core body temperature was. You could see on the thermal imaging camera, his form compared to ours, that he was under a spiritual attack. And so, uh, it was clear how cold he was compared to the rest of us and, it was 65 degrees out. So it wasn't like we were outside in the 20 below. 
So it was that was I I don't know I like those I I think it's handy to have one when you really need it. So and we have like the um like the temperature sensing guns, mm-hmm. but I was um. I like, of course, I spent 15 years as a professional photographer, so I like cameras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I I like the thermal imaging camera. Personally, I know that they're not everybody's favorite. I know Jerry yeah. says that they're junk. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry in the I chat room says they're junk. <laughs> and that's you know, fine. <laughs> that's yeah, fine. I'm, we can I'm all have our opinion. I think, I think in other areas of the paranormal world, I think they're much more useful, like in Bigfoot hunting, for example. Squatch. Yeah, for squatching, they're we, definitely helpful. We've used them only to disprove that, hey, this wasn't an animal. It wasn't this because mm-hmm. it would have showed up on the camera. Exactly right. what you said about that, Heidi, to disprove something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are, I think there's a fair amount of work that goes into using them. And I just, uh, I'm too excitable. I can't do that. <laughs> So I, if somebody's going to have one, it's not going to be me. You know, anybody else can have one that they want, but I just think they're too much work for what you get out of them. I, I do mm-hmm. agree that, you know, especially if you're out in the woods, it might be kind of cool to have. You know, we've had them out there before. But again, I, I, I think the effort is too much for what you get from them personally. But that's, mm-hmm. I, we all have our own opinions, right? So, yes. And actually, I, I misspoke for Jerry in the chat room. He said he was talking about the ovulus, oh, yeah. not the thermal imaging oh, camera. So my apologies, the Jerry. Ovulus, yeah. But he's not a fan you of know, the ovulus. Yeah, so. I'm not sure how much I believe in those either. I think it's fun. They're a fun tool to play with. I'm not so sure that I would believe everything that they spit out. You know, mm-hmm. I think that. And But the same goes true with Ghost Box as well. You I know? think mm-hmm. every piece of equipment... Mm-hmm. has to it i i won't put all of my eggs in any one basket right, right. you know you ha- and i don't know um sean or eva if you agree but i like to layer my evidence or my my equipment so one thing happening is interesting may or may not be paranormal though but if right. i have multiple things happening with multiple pieces of equipment yep. then i'm interested yes so mm-hmm. yes. that's kind of how i feel I agree. And that's kind of what happened at that last residence we were at. Once the REM pod would go off, the flashlight would go off, and it was just like a, yeah, everything started it layered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were able to get a lot of layered evidence um, with, like, the REM pod and the flashlight, with the spirit box and the REM pod. Like, it wasn't just one thing. It was, we'd have several things that were put together, and they would... And they were far enough apart where they wouldn't interact with each other, but they um, they were all going off, and we were able to layer that evidence as well as the spirit box one. I've also found with equipment, it's kind of one of those like trial and error to see what you really like. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I thought was really cool is Heidi. Remember when we talked about those lights? So they're like EV they go off and they're like a string of lights. I forget what they call them. You know, there's like a string of lights and you string it up around the room. And then if a presence comes, it'll go on and off like a K2 meter mm-hmm. to call something. And some people had those at the para connection last year at one of our investigations. And I gotta say, those were kind of cool. Those I like those. Cool. I can't remember what they're called either. We I, used them last right? year as well Yeah, at they, an investigation and they were cool. And they they're not cheap. Cool. 
they're not cheap. They're not cheap. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like I said, it's another just one more thing that takes time to do and set up and take down and, you know, all of those kinds of things. But it was cool to watch. It was very cool to watch. So, um, yeah, for sure. One of my actual um, favorite things on one of our investigations was the cat ball. Um, Oh, yes. It's just a simple little thing, but I... They, I had so much interaction with it, um, with one spirit that it was um, lighting up, and I'm like, oh, you know, can you go over to the REM pod? And they would go and light up the REM pod, and then they would come back to the ball, and they opened a door for me, and it was just great interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are fun, but what I found is that sometimes, you know, you can buy, they come in like, a variety, like you get more than one when you order them, and sometimes some of them don't work. Have you found that when you get them from wherever you're ordering I haven't, them? I haven't oh. found one that hasn't worked yet. Um, we te- we try and get all of our equipment tested before we even take it with us. So, mm-hmm. but I will watch for that because that kind of makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we've had because we ordered some and some of them just didn't light up and it was too late to send them. I mean, I think we tried them all up and it wasn't that expensive, right? So it's not really worth the postage to send them back, really. But some of them really don't work. And I've heard that from other investigators as well. So, you know, but they're cheap. They're cheap and it's a fun thing to have. Absolutely. When they work. (laughs) When they work, yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, I think there's a lull in the action, so I'm just going to promote our sibling show. Um, So that is the new calling 2.0. So join Jerry and Valentina in their brand new show tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. So tune in. It's going to be a fun one. Awesome. Cool. So anything else uh, coming up that you want to talk about with your group or anything you have that you can share with us that's coming up in the near future or for far future? Maybe there's some bucket list stuff that you're looking for and you're, you want to share with us. Well, we've got the mounds, the warden's house in Stillwater, um, Villisca in September, and then Sean and I are taking a little trip to Savannah, Georgia in the fall. And we just happen to be going during the week that the Paracon is there. Excellent. So just happened to be, right? Just happened to yeah, be. Just, ha- just happened <laughs> to be the week. Well, so for my job at Mayo, um, you have to request off time a year in advance as a nurse. Um, we had to put our PTO in a year in advance. And... I just plugged in some weeks, not even looking ahead, saying, okay, this looks good. And it was just coincidental or spirit guided me and said, take this week. And that was the week I took. And it just happened to be during the week that Paracon is there. Nice. Well, that's cool. Savannah's fun. We were there a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, Cindy's in the chat room. She, she and Tim and I went to Savannah. It was awesome. So you're going to love it. So I'd like to add that we um, will be putting stuff up on our YouTube channel. We do have it set up. We just have to start putting our videos and audio in there. So um, we do have our YouTube channel. It's the Afterlife Society. 
We're going to put that up on the chat room. Heidi, are you going to do that? I it's don't have typing. it. Oh, yeah. yeah um, okay. I don't have it. Um, if you guys want to put it up, uh, Sean, if you're in the chat room, if you want to put up your YouTube channel uh, link, that would be great. <laughs> They're working on it. <laughs> yes, that's cool. We'll yeah. keep going here. Um, yeah, it's just, it's fun to talk with a new team and to hear the excitement. And I mean, but, you know, I've been doing this since 2008. I'm yeah. still excited. So, yeah, it's just, it's nice to have, um, you know, just a new team, new perspectives, you know, and, you know, we've done some work together now. So, I know once in a while we get a location that is down in your area that we just aren't going to go. We're not going to work that one so we can hand it off to you guys. So that's, that's always fun. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. 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 That's always good to have. Um, what do we call that? Para unity. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. They're having a conversation in the chat room about the Kinect cameras <laughs> now, yeah. and the expensive players. The Kinect cameras are fun, but you know what? There's so many false positives on yeah. those. We had one, you know, yeah. we borrowed one a couple of times and, uh, you know, it, there just wasn't that much going on in there that that was saying, you know what I mean? They're fun. Absolutely. They're fun. Not sure that I believe them, you know? So, yep. I'm not a huge fan of those because, yeah, the false positives on those. Oh, yeah. And you see it on the TV shows, too, where they're like, oh, oh there's someone right there. There's someone right there. It's like, okay. No, no. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I, You know, I always say the only thing you really need to go on an investigation with is a flashlight, a voice recorder, and a K2 meter. And that is it. You don't need anything else. Maybe a camera. Maybe a camera. But, you know, the other stuff is candy, is in my mind. I think it's fun to have, but is it necessary? No, not really. Right. Agreed. I have to. I have to say, I have caught quite a few things on my phone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, on our team, we don't allow phones to be on because we think they um, interfere with all of our other things that we have, mm -hmm. going on, which they do because they're energy, you know. And so yeah. they set mm -hmm. things up. And even on airport, you know, everybody says we'll put them on airplane mode. I still think there's still a little bit that will, you know, catch on the other things. So, yeah, it's, it's a rule on our team. We shut them off. I agree um, that I, I don't. And again, uh, to Sean's point earlier, I don't want my battery to burn out either. So mm -hmm. uh, exactly. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I just and rather lot, not. And I think a lot of things, too, on phones can be paradelia, too. You know, I think that. You can think it's something, but really it's pix it's pixels, you know, and you can probably debunk it quite easily. Yeah. Um, Very true. That, you know, that said, though, I mean, I use my phone all the time for squatchers, but that's a whole different line of research, you know, so that's okay. But, yeah, for sure, for paranormal investigations, no phones. We turn them all off. Um, oh, they're still talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, got a whole side I'm trying to catch up here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It, talking about artificial intelligence now, and that's all interesting, right? Um, but so what's next for you guys? So you have the mounds, you have Felisca, but what's the, what's the one that's closest to the state? 
Uh, it would be the mounds next. Well, and we're doing a team picnic at the beginning of June, kind of oh. getting the whole team together. Everybody that we have people that haven't met each other yet. Good. That's yeah, all. you got to do fun stuff too. That's well, not that investing yeah. is not fun, but yeah, it's good to do just fun team activities like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Absolutely. I remember our team once went to. Remember when Ghostbusters came out and it was the women, it was the girls. We had yeah. a team event and we all went to the theater and watched it. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. fun. It was really fun. <laughs> so, but yeah, so, well, it's very cool to meet you guys. Thanks for being on the show. I know we just have a minute or so left. If you have anything else you'd like to talk about or say. No, we really appreciate um, you guys taking the time to talk to us. This is a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. for sure. So much. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure the music will start playing soon. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Gotta start wrapping it up. So, we will. yeah, thanks for the for joining us to the Afterlife Society. We wish you all the best out there in investigating and representing paranormal investigators and making us all look good. So, uh, and we're we're excited to hear. You know, if you have any cool evidence, we'll have to have you back on. We can uh, do another yeah. show and have you share some of it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And this was a fun show, Team Tuesday. And for all of the troops who may be listening, thank you so much uh, for your service. Please be safe there, wherever you are. Yes, absolutely. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for all your chatter and questions. Definitely had fun with you here. And everybody listening, wherever you are, thanks for joining us. And... ParaX, thank you so much for hosting us once again. We absolutely love being here. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet, pulled it all together once Hands again. Down. Thank you yes. so much. Yes. <laughs> Good night, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>